Already? Yeah, already, bro. Let's go. Okay, okay, let's go. Sweet. We're recording. I'm gonna edit that walk by thing again. <laughs> yes, sir, man. You already know. You already know. Okay, okay. Shit, my son, right? Okay, what's up guys, it's the Visions Podcast, we're back again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, I'm one half of it, I'm here with my amazing co-host JT over there, uh, we have a very special guest with us today, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself, it's, it's, um, it's an exciting one, you know, new season, new guests, new opportunities, um, it's going to be a great discussion, and um, yeah, I'll allow him to introduce himself, so please tell the people who you are man. Yo, so my name is Tyler Panton, I'm a 100 and 200 meter sprinter, I study mainly at Brunel, but I run for Woken Athletics. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, so we thought we'd come back in with some some track and field, um, get some guests on here, speak about um, a, very, a plethora of things. We're going to go into a lot of things, um, but it's going to be a really, really cool discussion. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. The discussion that we're going to be talking about mainly, but we're going to circle around those other things. It's sort of like the loneliness in track when it isn't going well. Um, because, you know, everyone loves the highs of it. When you're doing well, you're running PBs, you're getting selected for teams and stuff. But when it's not going so well, um, the emotions that circle around that. But we'll come to that. Initially, first, I wanted to just ask you, Tyler, how has your season been going? Now, if you asked me this three months ago, I'd say it went really well because I came off coming into June. I got four medals at Bucks. I ran PBs in May at Newham around 10 33, 21 1. So I was like, oh, my season's going great. And then went to trials, obviously. I was I raced you, I think, twice, didn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Always a pleasure. And <laughs> yes, then sir, yes, sir. In the final, I pulled my tendon in my hamstring. Okay. And then I came back about a month later because it was nothing too heavy. It was like a grade one or something. All right. And then pulled it again. <laughs> Mad. Wow. So it's been a mentally challenging season, but also I can't really complain because I've ran PBs here and there as well. Okay. And done okay. like all right with medals and stuff so nice yeah, nice nice right. nice no that's really good and where do you where are you based where do you train i train at brunel with train peter brunel. griffiths peter griffiths yeah um I tr- my group's really good actually we're getting some new recruits in derek i'm sure he's yeah he's allowed to say this now <laughs> oh derek kinlock <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. man yeah, we're getting some new people in dropping school. bombers on the pod yeah, you yeah, know exclusives exclusives come on let's but, go no man it's my coach i trust him with everything you know what i mean like, yeah 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 yeah. he cares more about the athlete and the person than like just oh churn him out and get results do you know what i mean I yeah like yeah that's yeah. The perfect fit for me but no based at brunel got great facilities there got the indoor athletic center and yeah man it's good no fantastic fantastic no that's 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 really good that's really really um exciting for you guys that you're getting a good group coming in getting some new people coming in you have got a good coach like you just said um which is fantastic take us back to the beginning how did you get into track what, what was the the, the <laughs> sort of journey into the sport what brought you here well 2017 i was it's quite funny actually i had this one PE teacher that really hated me called mr marriage okay and he just had it out for me bro i'm convinced every session this guy, <laughs> like, not doing this we're not playing football tyler and then one day we were playing rugby and he saw me in the wings and he was like, oh, you should go and you should try a track. There's a local club near you. Mm. I went there. I hated it. Whoa. <laughs> Absolutely hated the first like month of it. But my mum was like, right, you go to one more session. If you don't like it, you can quit. I was like, all right, great. Finally, I can leave. I hate this. Yeah. And then my friend turned up and started track with me. And then it was yeah. like, okay, I've got someone to go through it with me. Okay. And from there, I was with Walton Athletics for about... Two years. I mean, my first coach, he was amazing. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
Shout out to him. Woking. Shout out to Andrew Kennard, amazing coach. Yes, sir. And then went to Woking and I've just been Woking since really, yeah. Okay, no, that's fantastic. Very similar story to me. I went, I went through, when I first joined, I had like a friend that I was with at the time when we went through and it, it made it a lot easier. Mm. It kind of, it's more familiar. You're in a place where you don't really know what to expect. Yeah, like exactly. when I started track, I didn't know how it was going to go or what to expect or what training would be like. I'm thinking they're sprinters. What do they do? Do they just run? I didn't know how yeah. it worked. Just when you do, a couple yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I sprint, do I run every run flat out or is there a pacing to this? Like still learning that stuff now. Um, so no, that's really cool. It's always good to be able to come through with someone and then yeah. sort of enjoy those, those parts of the sport and everything like that. Um, and then, so you said you were, you, you were at Woking training from then. Mm. And with that sort of experience at Woking, what was it that really made you want to p pursue it going on to sort of the next level progressing for like junior champs or that sort of thing? Where did those aspirations come from? So I think it was 2019 season. I first started like taking track seriously. Like I just fully quit football. I stopped any other sports really. And I started training like four times a week. And from there, I started running better times. I think I ran 10 eights in under 17. And I was like, okay, I came like fourth English schools. I was like, all right, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems all right. And then I think the main turning point for me was when I got a call to run for England uh, Youth Nations Cup in Dublin. Sweet. Because it was like really unexpected. Like I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a like, oh, do you want to run here? I was like, oh my God, yes. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, I was like, okay, if I'm running, I've made an international comp now. I might as well like just carry it on properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously we had COVID hit, which... <laughs> But everyone can agree with me when they say it messed up everybody's training. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you ever trained your coach, but my coach was quite old, so he was like, no, you know, I'm isolated. Yeah, exact whatever. same situation. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, I'd go down this little park and run up a hill, and that would be with my training three times a week. But mm -hmm. I think, yeah, literally from the 2019 season, coming fourth English schools, fourth at nationals, obviously it's frustrating, fourth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. shows you're going in the right direction, do you know what I mean? So for sure. I think from there, man, yeah. Exciting. No, that's fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Because I remember the first time I ever knew of you is when in 2018, you, you shot up to number one in the country and everyone I remember was like, who is this guy? Because no one knew who you were. I didn't know who you were. I'd never raced you. I'd never seen you. I didn't know who you were. I was like, who is Tyler Panton? Uh, number one in the UK. Everyone was just like, what? Who's this guy? He ran 10 -8. I was like, no way. I think it was hand time, wasn't it? It was yeah. hand time. Ten it was, it was like a, I can't lie. I don't think it was ten. <laughs> <laughs> it was this book. It was like my first race of the season. Like I was just doing it based off like it was like April. I was like, all right, fine. I'm gonna open up the season now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you ran ten eight. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I got. I, I I'm not joking. I looked at my phone after. I had about fifteen ads just from random people. And I was like, oh my god. I'm definitely in some group chat where like, people are like, who the hell is this guy? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he got striped like nine months later as wind assisted, which it probably was if it wasn't. Oh, really? Nine months later? That's crazy. I don't know. I was like number one going into English schools. And I went out in like the semi-final and came last. Mad. Oh my goodness. It was crazy because I remember you got the call up. Uh, we did school games together. Yeah, yeah. That was my first, uh, I, I, first like international medal yeah. that we won in the reading. I remember oh, that. That's so fun, that was, the, it was just so much fun. I can't remember who was in it. It was me. It was you. Joseph Harding and Josh Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ran second leg, innit? Yeah, I was, it was Joe. Yeah, our second leg, Josh was third. Third, and it fourth. was me as fourth. Yeah, yeah we got the silver medal because we were oh, we were racing yeah. RAF because we, we were the South. Yeah, RAF and was flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were racing against the Midlands in that relay. I really thought we were going to get it. It was a good relay, though. Oh, my goodness. You know, we could have got it, but. Yeah. RAF we didn't really. Level well, was on another level at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been racing yeah. it. I know, I've been racing yeah. it since day. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I know, I know. 
I look forward to um, getting to race him again. I think that's going to kind of carry on as we, because we're both the same age. We're going to see each other yeah, exactly. again. It's going to be good. Hundred percent. It's going to be good. Yeah. Now nah, he's a cool guy. He's Just seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched him at World Champs. I was speaking. Big up Raf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. I saw. I sent him a message. I was like, Yo, bro, go out and do your thing. Smash it, man. Um, it's it's exciting. He's had his injuries problems and things like that, which is always the main thing. Um, which kind of leads me onto my next thing in terms of like um injury and injury injury and injury prevention how have you been able to kind of like ensure that your body's always right and what kind of advice would you give to other people that are struggling with kind of niggles and injuries as we see like with worlds so many people having to pull out because of injuries so many people getting injured at the champs Stephen Gardner going down in the 400 and all kinds of crazy stuff what, uh, what kind of stuff would you say Garnier and 200 meter runner as well he Went pulled up in the, the in the heat yeah, yeah. crazy was it Dadzy Dadzy yeah, that's yeah, it yeah, Dad's yeah 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 he's one of the favorites for me as well mad what did he run he ran like 19.7 I did not know that. I didn't even know that. 19.7 in April and I didn't really replicate anything since, but wow. he's capable of running it. If you ran it that early, yeah, for sure. But now with injuries, like, I feel like the prevention is more important than anything. Like, even if you're not injured, the prehab, just strengthening up your hamstrings, your glutes, your quads, anything, just to give yourself the best possible chance. Because in track, injuries come left, right. So I don't think I've spoken to anyone that's been like, oh, I haven't been injured before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? So... I picked up a hamstring tear in 2018, about three weeks after I ran that 10-8. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I tore my hamstring. And then from there, I was still quite young. I don't think I rehabbed properly. Like, yeah. I just did some basic stuff. Mm. And then the whole season was just kind of like, it was just hurting me. Yeah. And it kind of just went downhill from there. But then I didn't get injured really till this year. Like... Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a shock to me. Yeah. I, I go on Instagram and then all of a sudden I see a first. He's like, that's the it. The season's done. Yeah. I was like, what? Because I remember speaking to you. When did I see NAL. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I was like, oh, you're going to do any more? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to do a couple more. I might do the new and me and then I'm going to call it. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I might see you there. And the next thing I know, I go on Instagram. It's like, no, my season's done. I'm like, what? What happened? Actual NAL meet, it was the relay because it's quite a funny story, actually. We were in lane six. And I think you were four or three. Or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. We were lane six. Yeah. And the official put me seven. Okay. Seven. Right. And I see my runner coming around in six. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm in the wrong lane. Yeah. <laughs> I jump across the six, grab the bat at it. The second I grab it, yeah. I just feel my hamstring tighten up again. I'm like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And then I run for like 50 of it, and I'm like, nah, I'm just going to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I trained Monday with my coach. I was like, all right, I'm going to see what he's saying. Yeah. I yeah. just couldn't put any pressure on it at all. Yikes. And from there, I was like, all right. My choices are I can run at Newham on Sunday, not go anywhere near what I know I'm capable of running, mm. or I can just end the season here and just start rehabbing for next year. Yeah. So yeah. obviously every athlete wants to run. Yeah. But it's more a decision of just like next year's a big year. Do you know what I mean? I mean yeah. Obviously there's the Olympics. Everyone's aiming for that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what time you're running, you're aiming for the Olympics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Age group champs, just things on, aren't there? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point in the season, there's no more major comps. So I'd rather just keep myself get my legs sorted out and just be ready for next season honestly for sure for sure no yeah it came as a shock to me but it was also I think you made the, the right decision yeah, it's come towards the back end of the season as well there's no Manchester International had it been on would you think that would have maybe yes yeah <laughs> so I didn't I know it wasn't on it was I interesting Shani, yeah July-ish because I was like alright it's usually middle August it's right on this time usually isn't it maybe like a week yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 and I was like, Shani, I haven't seen anything on England Athletics about Manchester International. Is it still mm. on? She was like, oh, no, it's not on this year. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like the final big comp. Big comp of the season. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Manchester. And it's yeah, quite a fun one. It's just like, right, we've got open meets left and an NAL. And it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? There's nothing really to run for. Obviously, there's PBs and stuff like that. And yeah. just get some racing in the legs. But yeah, at this point in the season, if you're carrying any sort of niggle or 
just discomfort, just call it a season, honestly. 100%. And for those that don't know, the Manchester International, it's kind of like a, it's our home international. So oftentimes you'll get um, people from other nations that might come through, but we go against, um, it's like GB Juniors, NAL, England, um, the England senior team, um, as well as like Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. And sometimes you get other nations come through. When I did it one time, the Botswana team came by yeah. in the warm-up room. They were dancing and laughing and making all kinds of noise, like really, really loud. And it's quite big in the indoor Manchester Manchester area, so that was actually quite fun. It's a really, um, it's a really fun competition. It's the last sort of serious competition of the year. Then everyone else, um, after the competition, people do their various things, having fun and whatnot. Because after that, most of the time, people's seasons are ended. But for the last like two years, it hasn't really gone on. But it's normally a really good good way to kind of finish off your season. Um, similarly to that of like the Loughborough International, which is like the early version of that, mm. which is like early May. Early and then you have the Manchester one that happens sort of at the end. So it's nice that we have those competitions because I don't know if other countries necessarily do that. Yeah, um, sure. So it's, it's, it's really fun. Um, talk about your kind of um, your transition into the 200. This has been like an interesting <laughs> yeah. one. For me. I keep seeing Tyler's running twos, Tyler's running twos. I'm like, what? I didn't <laughs> like, where, where did this come from? So I went a couple years really since I tore my hamstring. I was predominantly a two runner before then. And then I went from doing loads of twos to being like, oh, I'm scared of the two now because I tore it on the 200. Right. And I was like, right, the bend has just got me shook. <laughs> I'm not touching a bend. And then I think 2021, I ran 21.5 after like not really doing any two training. I was like, all right, that's decent. And then last year, I just didn't really do any twos. Like I came back from holiday and ran one two, which I wouldn't recommend to anyone. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend to anyone. I ran nowhere near as quick as I, my best. Yeah. But then this year, like, I've just done more like 250s and stuff in training. Just, I felt fitter. You know, you, you know your body, innit? You know yeah. you're feeling better. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, I'll try out a two, four by two indoors at Bucks. Okay. But the best event out there. Really? It's so the adrenaline's crazy. Woo! It's so fun to run. Oh my God. Big up Brunel as well. We actually won, which that was like the highlight. Of okay, <laughs> man. Um, Did you break the record? Is it? Is, nah, oh, you didn't. Okay, because what's it? Is it Sheffield, Sheffield Hallam? Have it. Has some dumb records. Yeah. Like Twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Then like Ferguson, a bunch of other guys. So maybe next year, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But I went third leg. I think I ran like a twenty-one-four split. I was like, okay, that's quicker than I've ever ran before. Yeah. I know it's only a relay split, but you yeah. kind of, you know, what I mean, you can gauge, you, you can gauge, yeah, you can gauge. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, from there, my coach was like, all right, open up the one and two outdoors. It was early season, like April 10th. Yeah. Because like, there was Bucks three weeks time. I was like, I don't want to run anywhere near Bucks, but I want to get a race in the legs just so I've got something in me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ran like a windy 21-3. It was like a 2.1 wind. Okay. I was like, all right, that's a big PB. And I beat Jason, who beat me all of last year. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, if you're watching this, this guy beat me every race last year. Did you race a lot of the two? Or just in the one? Like one? six times in the two last year. Wow. And he beat me like by a lot every single time. I was Mad. Like, I'm hating this. <laughs> 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 I love Jason, but my God, I hate this. <laughs> I've lost him too as well in the two. I remember when I ran the day, the day I ran my PB in the one at um, Dagenham, I raced him in the t I raced him in the two. I did this both rounds of the one and then I came and I did the two and I raced him and I was cooked, man. I remember I was so tired. I didn't even really push out the blocks. I was gone. I see this guy surging past me. I started to come back again at the end, but he beat me in that race. I think that's the only time I've ever raced him at the two. I've raced yeah, him loads right. of times in the one, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but in the two, I remember I raced him and he beat me. So like, big up, big up you, Jason. Big up you. <laughs> man, I, beat, I beat him by like 200 and I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I was chuffed. I was so happy and I was like, all right, I'll do the two at Bucks and then I got a silver in the two at Bucks as well as silver in the one. So I was like, all right, they're kind of equal. And I beat Richard, who was fresh off being like British champion indoors. So I was like, okay. You beat Richard, uh, well, outdoors? Yeah, yeah. I beat Rich him, well, yeah. this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What race? Yeah, it was, it was uh, Bucks. 
Mad. 200. It was like me, Richard, David, Morgan Harrison, who's just, yeah, he's <laughs> this year. Uh, Jason was there. Um, yeah, just a bunch of guys. Mad. Yeah, Richard was leading for about 180. And then he said, he said to me, he tightened up. I could see him just kind of running like that. I yeah. was like, all right, Richard, I'm going to get you. Let me, let me surge. Let me try yeah, surge. From there, really. And then I went to Newham in May. I don't know if you were there. You might have been. No, nah, I haven't done any Newham ones this year. No, no. I know it's weird. Everyone says to me, why have you not been at Newham? It's like, it just hasn't worked, man. Oh, man. Injuries. And it's just like me trying to figure out how to get there and all kinds of stuff. Because I would love to drive there, but you can't drive in it. It's, no, 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 it's a, it's a train thing, but I, I'm going to get down there. I'm going to get down there soon. Yeah, I ran a 21-1 in the two. I was like, all right. Legal? Yeah, legal. It was okay. fresh off. I ran 10-4-9 in 100 legal, so I finally broke 10-5. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 15 attempts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second round, I ran 10-33 with 2.7. So I was like, all right, okay. that's more like it. I'm yeah. really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really expecting much from the two because I was cooked. Like, if you ran two rounds of the one, you Yeah. Know, <laughs> After you've run two rounds of the one, you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done out. It's finished. <laughs> Let's call it a day. Let's I go home. And afterwards, I was like, I'm not even tired. This is yeah. great. And 21 1 like, shot me up in the rankings from like, I think I was 30th to like 6th. I was like, okay, okay. Maybe I could do something at trials in the two. And then I got injured in the one, had to pull out the two. But yeah, yeah kind of the two just kind of developed off just hard winter training. Like, mm, mm. My coach. Last year, he was like, all right, it's our first year with him. He'll take it easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This year, he was not on that at all. Mm, <laughs> like, mm, mm. He was like, no, you're doing the 300s, you're doing the 250s. I think one of the sessions was like 250 times four, like 100%, with like five minutes rest. It was, oh, it was painful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, man, just from hard training, really, it just kind of developed. Nice one, nice. And then from this has come this sort of newfound confidence mm. that I see in you. Like, um, you seem so much more expressive. Before, I'd say like, this is years back, maybe 2018, 2019, you were kind of a lot more shy, yeah. a lot more quiet. Now you're so much more outwards with your expressions, with your feelings, with your with your confidence and all this sort of thing. Where's that kind of stemmed from? Where's that kind of came from? So, is it the performances or is it sort of like that self-belief that you have? Like, what's mix. it been? It's a mix, you know, because indoors, you know, I do this place. Yeah, that's what I was trying to refer to. I didn't want to do it because it's not my thing. It's your thing. So I don't want to do it. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that represent it's to you? Like, my boy was like, oh, I bet you won't do this pose because I think there was a video of some like, I think it was a football player or something. Okay. He, he, he was like imitating Ronaldo. He did this. Oh, and it, looked, yeah, yeah. it was like a no version of this, but he did yeah, this yeah. one. And I was like, oh, okay, that looks hard. Okay, okay. He was like, at British Times, when the camera comes up to you, but Thomas Leacock said it, big up Thomas. He was like, I bet you won't do it. I was like, all right, bet, I'll do it. Yeah. And the camera comes around, I'm just standing like this. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loved it. Like, I was like, all right, this could be my thing. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what race was it? What race was it? It was the Bucks 200 meter heat. Oh my days. I, I was like, I've got Jacob Spencer who always gives me a good race. He's yeah. 21-6 man. He's a great athlete. Mm. I looked at other than that. I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but I was like, okay, I can kind of like turn turn off the, put the brakes on a bit and comfortably come through the heat, right? What does that feel like? Being able to be in a position like that where you can shut off? It's nice, man. I can't, yeah. It's better than every other, because it's probably one of the only comps I can actually do that because mm. You go to places like Nationals and you see a heat like, all right, boom. Dave Morgan Harrison, Richard, yeah, Jeremiah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, I can't use that in this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do nothing in this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice feeling, man. You can just like kind of take it easy and save something for the later round. So, I hit like 140. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to do something audacious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I checked my right, I checked my left. I'm like, okay, I'm a good like 15 metres clear here. I can do I can do something. Yeah. So, I just started doing this while easing down. <laughs> And 
I put it on TikTok and it got like 600k views. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> love it. What man. was the general reception? Was there positive? Like people were loving it? Or was it kind of... It yeah, mainly yeah, yeah. positive. But I had some people going, you're an absolute like... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Who do you think you are? You're a yeah. And I was like, all right. You do something like this, you're going to get that reception, innit? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You, you got it. something that audacious and expect everyone to absolutely love you. you for know? sure, for sure. And I'm sure the guys in the race probably hate me now. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things like you've got to kind of get in track... If you don't put yourself out there, you're kind of doomed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have yeah. to give yourself, like, look at Noah Lyles, for instance. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. run 965 and 1910. Yeah. Maybe he's run 1910 by the time this has come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to kind of express yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like now I'm kind of known for something rather than just being someone that's semi right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. No, I might do it next year. I might change it up. I might change it up once this year. It's a profile picture right now on Insta, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll probably keep it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man no no that's exciting it's, it's good to see different personalities it's good to see people being themselves and, and having fun with it and enjoying it that's that's what it's all about you know every sport has characters and we need more characters in track and field but an authentic part of it not it being fake like being real as to who you are what it is that you're trying to re represent so no I love that that takes us on to sort of this next area of it we've spoken a lot about your highs and things that have gone well your personality and things like that um, we wanted to be able to come into this episode and talk about they're not so good because more so in track probably more so for a lot of people it doesn't seem to go well it's not it's not been going right it's not for whatever reason it may be so we want to circle back to that in terms of like the lows of the sport like can you speak and attest to sort of like the loneliness of the sport as to when it's not going well because when things are going well like you said you get loads of attention people are shouting you people are bigging you up people are going to repost you people are everyone loves you everyone's going to be like singing your praises and then when things aren't going well, you're when you're injured, whenever you don't hear from anybody. So, can you attest to that? Like, how, how what have you experienced with it? How has it made you feel? And what have kind of what have you learned from that going forward? Well, I think my biggest lesson was probably World Juniors mm. because obviously I was blessed enough to go. Like, I wanted to make it for an individual, but I just didn't want to stand. I didn't run quick enough. But I got a call to go for the relay. I was like, all right, I'm going for a relay to a World Championships. You know what I mean? Not mm. People can say that. I was like. I'm going to do everything I can to bring home a medal for the boys. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You want to put out your best. You want to represent your country, right? And I was put third leg and I was like, all right, I'm fairly comfortable third leg. I've run this leg before. I'm better two and four, but like, it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? In a relay, you have to be able to adapt for whatever leg you're going to be put. 100. And I saw Medwin, big up Medwin, <laughs> hit the white line, not the tape. And he hit the white line and I shot off. And I was like, I've gone too early. The second I moved, I realised I went way too early. Okay. And then, yeah, we dropped the bat and didn't get around. And the reception after that, I went, usually people say, when something like that happens, don't go on social media for at least 24 hours. But I was like, oh, how bad is it going to be? Every story I saw was a clip of me. Really? <laughs> Literally about 50 stories I clicked on. There was people just violating. Like, it was a public Snapchat story. And everyone was like, oh my God, what, what a bozo who put in third leg. They should have bought him, 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 whatever. No way. Yeah, I didn't him. know that. And like, obviously at the time, like I was feeling terrible. Like, yeah, yeah. My team probably could have medaled. I still believe it at the Worlds. And yeah, you just, you drop the baton. It's not just you, you're affected. Like when you full start, it's just you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you drop the baton and it's free man. You're also affected. Mm -hmm. And I felt terrible. And then to see all that on social media, it's like, oh, do you know what I mean? It's not what you want to see at all. Yeah. But yeah, good like four weeks after that I was just sad like it's depressing you know what I mean like because you get brought there for one reason and you mess it up but 
I think the main thing to kind of keep you through that is just thinking, right, everyone's gone through something similar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe not dropping a bat in the world champs, but everyone's had like their adversities and things go wrong. But yeah, I think it's a real contrast from this season, like getting loads of love for doing the pose and whatever, <laughs> to then going, rolling it back to last year and everyone's like, oh, he's done. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone kind of writes you off, but it's just a bit of a hard one, really, like trying to get yourself through a time where everything's, you just think everything's gone wrong. Like only it's, it's only one thing that you're like, right, that's the main thing of the season that's gone bad. So trying to drag yourself out of it and just trying to keep yourself positive is kind of the main thing. And that's the best advice I'd probably give is just stay positive, keep training, and it's going to get better. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to stay in a downward spiral forever. So Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's all I'd have to say, really. It'll, it'll, it'll get better eventually. You know yeah. I, mean? I think um, there's two things to that I want to circle in, but... <clears throat> I had a very similar situation. I went to um, European under the 23s back in 2021 for the relay. I didn't. I just missed out on the individual. I think the standard was either 10.40. I think it was 10.40 for some reason. That's what I've got in my mind. And I ran 10.45. So I was just. I think I was just off it. I might be wrong with the standard. I, it, I know now it's 10.30, but I don't remember it being 10.30 when I went. There's no I way. Think, I think they lowered it by a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was 10.40. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't, I wanted to go for the individual, but I was, it was my first team that I ever made. I'd always kind of just missed out on teams all the way back into under 18s. I just missed out under twenties. I just missed out all of these sort of things. Um, I'd kind of just like just missed out on, on what, what I needed. Um, and I just missed out again, but this time I got the pick. It was, it was the first time and it was, it's weird getting your first call up like that to make a team team. Cause I, I'd had, I got GB back in 2019, yeah, I think yeah. for Manchester or whatever, which was great. Got the call up for the relay. Did that was excited, but also nervous a little bit as well. But it was, I was I was so happy, so excited. It was so fun to do. We ran in the heats. I ran fourth leg. Um, we got it round. We made it through to the finals and everything. And then I get to the final and find out that I'm not going to be running. You know, and that was really gutting because I remember the reasoning I got told was because they felt that um, someone else could run the bend better than me, and I couldn't really believe that. I think it kind of stemmed from the fact that I didn't really run twos very much. But it's not like I didn't really understand that because I'd ran for GB and I ran the third leg when we medaled at the Manchester International just like a couple of years prior. So I didn't really understand that. Same thing as um, with Loughborough. I'd ran first leg. I've ran many bends, so I didn't really understand the reasoning behind that. But I was frustrated. But in the end, um, they didn't even get it around. And we got, um, we dropped the baton between, I think it was first and second, I, I think. If, um, and it was kind of frustrating for me to not be picked because they didn't, to, to not feel like you're good enough, you know. Um, they didn't feel that you were good enough, even though you've already done the job, you've shown that you can do the job. Exactly. You got it round, we got it round, I ran fourth leg, I didn't make a mistake. So that was a really difficult thing for me to kind of um, stomach with. I remember me and my coach, we didn't really necessarily agree with the decision, but I kind of had to move on from it. I didn't want to hold or harbor any sort of like anger or malice, but it was kind of like a real uh, sort of turning point for me to kind of have that experience of realize that, you know, sometimes you have to wait your turn. Sometimes it's not meant to be. Um, just kind of how everything went out as well and that, that they didn't manage to get it around. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, this is kind of creates a full circle moment. Disappointing, isn't it? So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we definitely, we, we would have won. We were very much like the best, I'd say. Oh, yeah. We were either one or came second. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were very much one. It's going to, as a favourites with Europe, isn't it? 
Exactly. Yeah, we were one of the best best teams there, but we didn't quite get to do it. But even either, even still, the experience I was able to have with that um, was really cool. I got to room with Brandon Mingeli. We had a great time. So shout out to him. Um, he was able to to teach me a lot of stuff, give me loads of information. I was able to see him in his preparation as to him leading up to his race. I was able to do a session with him as well. Um, so it was great. That that was so much fun. I had rooming with him. So big up to Brandon. I learned a lot. Um, he really um, was able to sort of teach me a lot. I remember I came up to him. He won English schools the year I went. Either it was 2018 or 2019. He was a senior at the time and I was still, I think, into boys. Um, and I remember after he ran, he was giving me some advice and things like that. So shout out to him. It's nice to be able to have those kind of like um, those big brothers or those helpers or those people that are going to pass down game and pass down knowledge to you about things they've done and experiences and how to make you better. And it's not like they're trying to like harbor anything or hide anything from you either they just want to give you some you game they just want to help you know we want everyone to People do well like, yeah just help each other out do you know what i mean like 100 you, you see someone at your club or something like a little kid and he's like you think i don't know you just think it's technically you could do some work to be like hey bro you can do this in the blocks or try this mm -hmm. and then they can go out and be better from it like yeah i just feel like everyone kind of keeps stuff to themselves nowadays it's like just help everyone out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs to kind of help each other. Yeah. yeah, and it's not a fight. Like we all race each other. I don't. I, this whole narrative with like sprinters, where we're all we're all so stoic and the arrogance and the cockiness that sometimes some people display. Display. I think we should just have a bit more fun and enjoy yeah. the competition side of it. You're gonna race each other. It's not a fight. It's a race. No one's gonna beat each other up. No one's yeah. fighting each other. There's no physical altercation. <laughs> no one's gonna take you down. Like, yeah. There's no beef. Everyone has their own lane. You have your specific spot where you can do whatever you want to do. Whatever happens, happens. You know. It, it just um, I'm, I'm all for like uh, competition and all that stuff that, that's fun and having personality but we should all just kind of have a bit more fun with it let's not be so like like exactly. it's just it's pointless and it's just weird to be honest I'm, I'm, not, I'm not for that but I love the personalities I love like what you did I'm all for it I've seen I'm like look at Tyler man this is sick man it's good it's good because it's, it's it's helping it's good like you said you you can grow your social media presence more people know about you it brings more attention to the sport brings more attention to certain races I see Jason uh, Carola what he does with his um, visual effects as well the posters and things that he makes it's, it's, it is fantastic keep doing what you're doing my brother in Christ God bless you man I love it it's amazing um, the attention that that's getting it just brings people to the sport so I'm kind of all for that man I absolutely Absolutely love it. Um, the next part of this that I wanted to kind of go into in terms of like um, the mental side of it, what kind of things do you do to prepare? And and is there anything that you call on outside of yourself to be able to kind of like ground you or to be able to give you a greater, wider perspective as to like who you are, what you're here to do, your purpose, all that sort of stuff? I think the main thing I rely on is meditation, bro. Like I meditate at least 30 minutes a day, okay. which a lot of people might look at and go, oh my God, that's 30 minutes where you just sat there breathing. But for me, it kind of helps myself just calm down because my mum says I ain't got ADHD, but I'm convinced I've got something. I'm very hyper. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a very hyper human being, I always have been. So something like meditation just helps calm me down. And so with something like track as well, it's such a full-on sport, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you're running as fast as you can, everything's fast-paced. So... So like meditation for me just calms me down, levels me. And I always meditate before a race as well. Okay. Like a good five minutes before, like five minutes after my warm up, I'll just sit there, take some deep breaths, you know what I mean? Just gather myself again. But yeah, I rely on meditation mainly, bro. That's okay. Okay. No, that's really cool. And, and are you thinking about anything during that? Or is it just like a period of silence where you're just kind of thinking about what you're going to do in the race or what, what, what's that so, process like? For me, like, if we're talking before a race, I usually visualise the actual race. Okay. Like, I'll go through it slowly, like, say my drive phase, I'll think of what my coach told me to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then popping up, coming upright, just 
I try to picture all the bad scenarios that can happen from the race and all the good ones just so I'm prepared for whatever. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Say you stumble mid-race or you come out of the blocks and you clip your foot or something like coming out. You just kind of got to be ready for anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because as we've seen, track is such a unpredictable sport. Yeah. Like, look at Shakari Richardson getting the worst start I've ever seen. In the <laughs> and, and coming through. through and winning. Insane. He's the fastest loser. It's like, From lane nine. Anything. Yeah. But yeah, you just got to... I think everyone needs to kind of rely on something. Because if you go in with just absolutely nothing to not calm yourself down, but just kind of just part of like a pre-race routine. Okay. I feel like it's just going to be kind of hard to gather all your emotions, all your feelings and stuff, and just put it all into, right, I've got a race to execute. No, fantastic. No, that's really good. This is It's uh, it's interesting and good to hear um, that you kind of have something that you're able to do. It's interesting to hear what that is because I didn't, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have necessarily sort of known that. Um, and I feel like, because for me, it's about, for me, it's prayer. Like I spend a lot of time, as people know, I'm a believer. So I spend a lot of time sort of like reading the word and kind of just trying to remind myself that it's not the be all end all, that regardless of whatever happens, like God, let your will be done. Whatever you desire to happen, let it happen. And, and I'm just here to be able to enjoy the moment of it. There's been many times where I've gone to a race and not done very well, Understood. just like at um, England Seniors. And I was able to have a conversation with a brother and I was able to pray for him then and there. And we were able to do that. And um, I was blessed enough to have that experience even in the midst of something not going well. So it makes me to realize that it's not centered on just how well I do on the track. It's sort of how I live my life. So I'm able to have those opportunities to do things like that. And I want that to carry on. And at different camps and things, I've been able to have numerous different conversations with people about God. And I love doing it. And that's something I want to continue to do. And <clears throat> just to shine that light um, of Christ wherever I go. And I think with so many other athletes um, that are also believers, it's great to kind of just see that message being pushed forth. Um, so more and more people can see it because more than anything, I just desire for what I do that I can shine that light and that people can also come to know Christ. Because I feel like it's one of those things where like, some people either don't know much about it or don't understand it or don't know where to start. Or yeah. like there's so many different places that people are at. And I want to try and meet people wherever they're at because that's always my main priority. Of course, I want to do well, but I want to be able to shine that light. So, no. yeah. Um, praise God. Now this has been this has been really exciting. This has been a really fun one to record and to, to kind of learn more uh, sort of about you, what you're doing. Um, what are your kind of general, um, what are your interests outside of track? What do you like to do outside of track? So I've got quite a big interest in just, I love the gym. Okay. <laughs> I love working out. I love festivals. Like I'm quite a big music person. I love music. Okay. But mainly gym, music and track. They're my three like main hobbies. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. But, I love being outside, like just, I feel like everyone nowadays just stays inside, everyone plays PS and Xbox, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love the summer, <clears throat> I love being outside and just chilling out. You know? Soaking it in. Yeah, man, I just, I feel like in track it's so important to have other hobbies as well. It's yeah, just, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, a lot of athletes' mental health relies on how quick they're running, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. you run a PB, you're going to be ecstatic, you're going to be very happy. Mm -hmm, Say mm -hmm. you run bad, you're going to be sad, that's just how it goes. Yeah. But, it's good in things like off-season to have something <coughs> else that you're interested in. Like, I have a group of friends, we'll go out, we'll have some food, have some drinks, whatever, like, just kind of enjoy ourselves. It's good to have something like that rather than just, like, spending your whole off-season or, like, straight after a race thinking about the next race, do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. You need to shut down a bit just to let yourself recover mentally as well as physically. 100%. You don't take yourself too seriously outside of that. Yeah, like, just don't take yourself too serious, especially in sport, like... I feel like everyone nowadays takes themselves so seriously, do you know what I mean? And it's more like, I, from my experience, I've done better when I've kind of 
taking myself less serious and just had a bit of fun with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. People look at me doing poses like this and think, oh my God, what a, what an idiot. But for me, it's just about having fun. Like, yeah, 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 track. yeah. I do it because I enjoy it. Yeah. And I feel like everyone taking themselves too seriously, like, they look all tense and like... That's what I'm saying, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you need to relax, let's have fun, yeah. man. Just enjoy the sport. Just man. enjoy the that's, sport. That's when you'll run well. Yeah. 100%, the greatest of all time, all he did, he was having fun. He said competition's the easy part, you know, like, just go out there and have fun and enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Put his arms out mid-race, yeah. start He was having so fun. Right, Coming up to the camera saying, come get me, you know what I mean? Like, all that kind of stuff. He, he was having fun and enjoying it. We shouldn't take ourselves too serious. It's good to have those interests outside of sport, whether it be films, whether it be cooking whether it be gym like you said chilling with your friends going out in nature and enjoying things listening to music or if you're more creative and having different creative ventures it's always nice for me to see people that are in track that have other interests outside of track i get it you like track you enjoy track that's fantastic what else do you have what else is there to you what else do you do what else are you interested in these things are really cool and these are the things that are going to bring more attraction to the sport we'll as much as back on after track as well 100 percent. say most careers last year 35 40 mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. what are you going to do after that you know you <laughs> want to set yourself up for your life no yeah. So no. you're gonna have all this time where you're gonna be like, okay, I finished track, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. like, a lot of people go into commentating or yeah. paneling, anything like that. Just have something to kind of fall back on in case, and especially in case you don't make it pro. Uh, everyone, everyone wants to be a professional athlete, don't get me wrong, but the percentage of people that actually make it pro, like 1% probably, isn't it? Like, so you've got to have a backup plan as well. That's a really important thing. But just other hobbies, like just you don't want to just be fully focused on track. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. focus is so important in the sport. I'm not saying don't be focused when you're training and stuff. I'm saying well, after training, mm -hmm. have something, read a book. I don't know, go out, yeah. meet your friends, do something else. Do you know what I mean? Don't just think about the next session because that's when it starts to consume you mentally too much. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So no. that's the main thing. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Would you say kind of like um, you being in university kind of enables you to do that more so are you in a nice environment where you're able to go to track do what you need to do then switch off and go and do something else where you're able to sort of like enjoy it let your hair down have fun and not really think about track definitely like i feel like especially when you live at university like this year i've lived at home i've been commuting in and i found i've been more focused on just track but this year starting september i'm moving back into university because mm -hmm. i we have like a golf course near us we have like Swimming pool, we have a uh, spa. Where's that? Cinema. I didn't even know that. Where's that? <laughs> At Brunel, it's a Lancaster Hotel and Spa. And it's got like a plunge pool. Within the hotel? Yeah. Oh, sorry, within the, the campus? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. So we got that. There's like a cinema like five minutes away. There's a golf course like 10 minutes away. This hotel, is it included? Like, do you get it in like a packet? Is it as a uni student, do you get So I'm on a scholarship at Brunel. But if you're not on a scholarship, you can get, I think, the spa, gym, and the actual track about like 300 pound a year which just sounds like quite a lot don't get me wrong but for what you're getting as well it's pretty decent do you know what i mean and you can go whenever you want yeah to those things. Like, oh that's that's pretty good that's pretty good but yeah the Brunel scholarships are good though like you get a certain amount of money every year and then you also get iac the spa and everything for free so it's just helpful do you know what I mean? nice like, i've seen you recruiting yeah, yeah i've seen you recruiting <laughs> in my opinion Brunel is the best track university Loughborough, Burning, whatever, but He's in the sprints, no, they're not. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Loughborough, distance and everything else are no doubt the best, you know what I mean? Like, they have the best athletes. But I feel like for sprints and just, like, pure vibes, like, with the relay and everything, Brunel were just the best. So okay. I think if you're a sprinter and you're looking for a university, it's got to be Brunel. Like. 
Okay, okay, mad. And have you guys got some, you don't have to obviously say who they are, but have you had some people reaching out about coming through? Yeah, we've had, like, I'm sure you won't mind me saying, Hagen's coming to Brunel, he's a, I think he's coming into under-20s or his first year, and he runs like 10-8. We've had Freddie Arkel, uh, Mekki Spence Ford. So there's just like quite a lot of promising athletes that They're coming are favouring Brunel over the likes of like Birmingham, Loughborough, stuff like that. I think that's mainly down to what Brunel have done with relays and sprints over the last couple of years because about five years ago, nobody knew about Brunel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we started having more athletes come in and do well, so... Yeah, I think now we're definitely contesting with Loughborough and Birmingham for university people looking at. I'm sure you guys are trying to take the Bucks title as well, take it off Loughborough. Yeah. It seems like they've won it like almost every year now, isn't it? You know what it is though? Loughborough always win the Bucks title because they have they have people with every event. Yeah, like, yeah, they fill out the events. They take all of them, mm-hmm. the high jump, long jump, steeple, anything they'll have, they'll have at least three athletes in that. Yeah, Whereas it's about now, numbers. We're predominantly sprint based, but. We have like one or two athletes in each of our events. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll never catch up to Brunel, but as long as we win the sprints, I'm happy. Fair play, <laughs> fair play. No, no, that's good. That's interesting. Um, that's super fun. I'm glad you guys are getting some people coming through. I think having the combination of the indoor as well as the outdoor is always going to be attractive as well, seeing as you guys just got it redone as well. So no, that's pretty cool, accompanied with the gym and all the different things that yeah. you guys have got. So I like that. Trying to make it similar to that of the collegiate system in America where you have that sense of pride as to where you're going um, in terms of, yeah, I want to represent this place and I want to represent it well and we want to win and do well. Yeah. So no, I love that. That's that's really cool. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so as we come to a close, is there anything else you want to let the people know? Sort of just like a, a message to like the people, you might maybe your fans, you said 600K, you might have a few people that are your fans, like all that kind of stuff. Like, so, we, we, I'm, not in, I'm nowhere near famous or anything on TikTok. Like I've got a couple thousand followers, but I appreciate everyone that actually watches my videos. I put my videos out for fun, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. enjoy making TikTok content, Instagram yeah. videos, whatever. But seeing like a bunch of people watching it, it's a bit like, whoa, because imagine 600,000 people being in a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the same. Each and every one of these people have watched your video at one point, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, but nah, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing with, my maybe I'll mix it up, but whatever, I'm enjoying it, I'm trying to have fun in the sport. Mm-hmm. I know people, some people don't like it, frankly, don't really care. Yeah, 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 <laughs> do your thing, bro, it, be so. you, be you, man. Yeah, man, the main thing is have fun, in the, that's my main takeaway, have fun in the sport. Okay. And take your prehab seriously. Don't take the sport too serious. Like have something that's another hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's my main takeaway is really for have sure. fun, man. Have fun. Sounds good. Hey guys, it's been a blessing to record this episode, man. Thank you so much for coming down, Tyler. Yeah, uh, it's been awesome, sort of a, a rebirth of getting guests on. We're going to have loads of different people coming through, talking about loads of different types of stuff. So um, thank you so much for coming through. It's been a blessing. It's been a good one. Thank you guys also for tuning in. Um, and yeah, you will catch us again soon on the next one. Anything you got, JT, before we sign out? hoping to make it pro like next year i'm trying to go to states for a masters but yeah i'm either gonna do that or go pro i'm not really decided yet depends on how my season goes do you know what i mean okay but i think everyone's long-term goal is make it pro but i really like i I really want to make it pro definitely but next year we'll just see what just see what is in store for me do you know what i mean hopefully injury free season i get to run properly this next year and yeah man i want to go pro or I want to probably do two, like, two years in the States on the Masters. Yeah, were you looking wherever to, like, to know? I've got some places in mind right now that are communicating with me. I won't say yet. 
because you know, I'd probably rip it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm definitely in contact right now. I'm with Right Track, big up Right Track, good people. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it if I get to go. Obviously, sweet, sweet, awesome, man. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't want to plug myself here, but you head over to my Instagram. My Instagram's Tyler Pants, and you'll see a link there. But September, we're gonna have a podcast coming out. Yes, sir. Hope to get you two boys in an episode. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Yeah, just watch out. Watch my Instagram. There'll be some more updates on that. Definitely. Awesome, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, you, T, for coming through. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Take care and God bless, man. Speak soon. Sweet. Oh, better than I thought. <laughs> that was good, man. Really, really good. That was a great episode, bro. Yes, sir. But like, it flew well as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't no like awkward silence or so. I could. <laughs>